0: So Bishop Peter Brignall, Bishop of Wrexham, we have one of the resolutions of the bishops at your plenary meeting in November, 2023. The Bishop's Conference approved the elevation of the Diocesan Shrine of St. Winifred, Holywell, to the status of National Shrine for England and Wales. And I believe it has an unbroken 1400 year tradition of pilgrimage. Yes,
1: it's probably one of the oldest places of pilgrimage in the British Isles, unbroken tradition even through times of persecution and difficulty. And now the bishops uh, in recognition of that, but also in recognition of the significance of St Winifred, about whom I'll say something in a moment, her significance makes this a, a place of importance to the church in England and Wales and indeed to the whole of our nation and countries because it is part of the national heritage.
0: And we have national shrines don't we I mean obviously Our Lady of Walsingham in Norfolk and we think more recently in Southwark Oscar Romero so this is building on on that tradition of national shrines isn't
1: it? It's building on that recognition in contemporary times of national shrines these places have existed and would continue to exist regardless of what we as human beings declare their status to be. But it's an important recognition by the church, in this case the bishops in England and Wales, of the value of shrines, which is totally in accord with Pope Francis. Only last week he met the directors of shrines and spoke to them of the importance of uh, shrines as places of pilgrimage, places of, of prayer, of consolation, of hope for all who visit, and renewed, as he has done previously, the importance, or his statement, his feeling about the importance of places of, of pilgrimage uh, and of shrines. Indeed, again, the jubilee year of 2025 has been given the theme of Pilgrims of Hope. We are all pilgrims and these shrines are little windows really onto and part of that whole pilgrimage of our lives.
0: And just give us a geographical marker for those that might not know. Now I know this is on the North Wales Pilgrims Way, talking about pilgrimage, so I know it's in North Wales, but where exactly is Holywell?
1: Holywell is on the upper part of the Dee Valley, Dee Valley, of course, in Wales, not the one in Scotland, (laughs) Uh, on Dee side, above Flint, looking out. In fact, at Holywell, you can look out across uh, the Wirral and, in fact, see Liverpool and the Pennines on the horizon. So it's North Wales, Flintshire, above the town of Flint
0: good word picture I appreciate that. Um, now let's talk about Saint Winifred.
1: niece of Saint Beno, a priest of the 7th century who had his cell or his church in Holywell and her story is that she was being amorously pursued by Caradog, the son of a local prince and she was refusing that approach. She had already committed in her heart herself to the service of God, but was at this stage still only a teenager. And of course, in that culture, marriage and relationships were, of course, took place at a much younger age. She refused his amorous approaches. He struck out with his sword, and this is where you can, in one sense, take your choice as to which legend you want to follow, he struck out with her sword and decapitated her, cut her head off. Where her head fell, a spring of water rose up. Or where her head rolled down the valley or and settled, a spring of water rose up. Or one can even think that it was just that he had seriously scarred and cut her neck. Beno was nearby. He came and resuscitated her and cursed Caradog who had the ground open up underneath him never to be seen again. That's the legend. Nobody has an accurate account. It all happened 1400 years ago. Tell us about the waters. Where the, uh, her head fell or where Winifred fell uh, a spring of water, traditionally a spring of water, arose. And that, in fact, had been a, a, become a water source to Hollywell as a town for centuries. But it was also recognised quite early in the centuries after Winifred had died. After being resuscitated, she went to uh, a convent near Denby, at Gwytherin, where she eventually became the abbess and died and was buried there. But there was that rising up of water, that spring of water, which really quite quickly became recognised as waters that provided healing. And by the 14th century, there were most distinct pilgrimages there. There was a pool in which people could immersed themselves in their traditions uh, related to the practice of of bathing in the water it was lady margaret beaufort the mother of henry the 7th mother of the tudor reign really who through her family the stanley family built the crypt and the church above it the church of saint winifred And they remain there today and are used during the holiday season or during the pilgrimage season every Sunday for the celebration of mass. Pilgrims come regularly, the shrine is open every day of the year except Christmas and Boxing Day. And people do bathe in the water, they drink the water, they take the water away. In that understanding, that belief, not necessarily seeking healing as such, but with that faith, that understanding that the waters have brought healing in the past. And there's a, a very full archive, certainly, of the Victorian healings that
0: uh, took place at Holywell. Now, as Bishop of the Diocese, now having a, a national shrine, it is that touch point, isn't it, with those that may not be Catholic, those that may not have a very strong faith. But but these places of pilgrimage, these shrines, they have great meaning to people when they're searching for meaning, searching for something a little bit more. So you must be quite heartened to think about those opportunities to reach people that we have not yet reached.
1: It's a wonderful opportunity, and I think that for good or for bad, simply having the title National Shrine immediately gives it a status in the minds and the eyes of of all. The whole element of faith tourism has got stages. First of all, people may come as tourists. They've seen Hollywell, they've seen the date of its origins. They've possibly seen something of the architecture and and the antiquity of the building. And out of curiosity, they come, the tourists. They may then be touched by what they experience and the atmosphere of of what is there, and they may well return then as visitors. That process may continue, and they become pilgrims, and through that process and discovery of pilgrimage, they become disciples. So in terms of faith tourism, there are steps, there are points, where we have the opportunity to make uh, people's journey live with a new meaning and a new understanding and possibly at the end for them there may be that gift of faith for those already with faith the place is special because it Winifred in her life in the example of her living of her dedication and commitment to God she is Whether or not one thinks of her as a a martyr by blood, she is a martyr, certainly in terms of witness.
0: Final question. So what what would your message be, what would your prayer be for those that are thinking, this would be a great place to go and visit? What would you say to people that are contemplating coming along?
1: Firstly, I would say that they are more than welcome, whether they are of faith or not to come and discover a bit of our country's uh, tradition and and heritage, and that they come with open hearts to that commitment to God that they may not have within their own lives, but are able to recognize in the lives of others, and be prepared to be touched by that. One of the things that uh, I, I inaugurated this year drawing on the story of winifred and sexual abuse of her and the the attack upon her of making and of seeking to make hollywell a place of consolation for those who have suffered similarly in their own lives in the 21st century drawing on that tradition of healing in hollywell that healing that comes through the intercession of Winifred through the grace of God, that those who in our own time have been, and particularly women who have been abused uh, sexually or domestic abuse or abuse of violence of any sort, who are inevitably traumatized by this, may find at Holywell a consolation, a hope, some comfort, some reconciliation even, that they are healed. When we speak of healing, to my mind, it's that global form of being made whole rather than being cured of particular illnesses or diseases.
0: Bishop Peter Brignall, thank you very much.